So, today, I've been digging. I've been looking around trying to find what we're going to talk about for the 100th episode of our podcast. Yeah. Um, and I was able to find the original recording of me and you in 2015 that I think inspired the whole thing. I think I have that, too. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean... I was listening to part of it, and I listened to a lot of uh, the earlier stuff. I listened to the first podcast, the pre-Lego Batman, the Lego Batman, and a couple more after <laughs> that, too. Um, how lucky are we, man? It's crazy that, I mean, three and a half years, I guess, really, is when we like we started in 2017. And, I mean, the fact that like there are some podcasts that I listen to that are like just like over a hundred episodes, but have been going like way longer. It just, I think because we had these bunch of shows that we were covering, like it boosted the numbers up really fast, but like that doesn't mean that the work didn't happen. You know, like we did a lot of, a lot of stuff here in three and a half years. Like it's nuts. Well, I, I do want to say that we did 50 episodes in about, like, 18 months. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> I think that, looking back on it, that had I known that we would have done the breadth of stuff that we got to do, like, I don't know if I would have necessarily signed up for it, but, like, <laughs> looking back on it now, it's, like, such an achievement that we did that we were able to transition the podcast into so many different avenues that I think keeps it fun. Sure. I mean, it's, like... I guess, you know, with that, this is the end of the podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but like, yeah, I mean, the, the we had certain ideas of what we were going to do. And we had uh, I think the cool thing is we've been able to, you know, bend and, and shift. And I mean, especially right now, like we we I think in the beginning when we were talking about it, we had all these ideas of like we were going to talk about old stuff a lot. And we like have like through different lenses and then it kind of morphed into like, you know, uh, reviewing movies and stuff. And then, and then we really did cover a lot of TV, which is pretty dope. Um, had some tons of special guests, um, which I would not have anticipated. Like, I don't know. The it, guests, the guests are kind of cool. I mean, if we're, I, I, I like your list and I want to talk about your list a little bit, but I just want to say thank you. And that I'm really appreciative of the past few years and the project that we've kind of kept going. I do not think I could have done it without you. Um, and uh, I'm just very grateful, man. Thank you so. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, too. It's been so much fun. And, like, it, it's weird when we go for, like, a hiatus of a month or longer. Um, which, like, even right now feels, like, almost impossible. We've just been chugging through for for a long time like we took a little break after december and then it's like just been firing on all cylinders so i think you know being home and not having a lot to do has helped like keep us and you know wanting to have our creative juices flowing and all that and you know it's it's cool i mean i agree i we couldn't have done it without each other and if i, I think there's certain uh a certain uh, niceness that like keeping it to two guys and just the two of us and like keeping our schedules f flexible and free for it. Um, and then, yeah, having guests in on certain topics has been excellent. And like, 
I don't know. The fact that like we're actually getting uh, like ratings and reviews is excellent. Like I just want to read out. We got a new one um, about a week ago uh, from Joey Bags. He he wrote on um, on iTunes. Um, I, I I don't know about you, but I get it get, gets cut off for me. So like I see his his message, but it said like the the title of it says came for a hero, stayed for something something something. But he gave us a, a five star, which I re- we really appreciate. Uh, these hosts have great chemistry. Love the topics and the riffs. My favorite podcast to listen to when I'm commuting to work. Which like this like blows my mind. <laughs> like I'm like people are listening to us when they're going to work. <laughs> yeah, man. I I think it's cool that uh, well we're very lucky that we get to see the ratings. Like that's pretty awesome. Um, what? Yeah, thank you, Joe Hags. Uh, dude, that's crazy. Um, but I mean, three years, a hundred episodes, like we've been putting it out there for a while. So like, I'm glad to see these like come back in a way. Like I do, I do really like it and I don't take it for granted, but it's, I, it's also awesome that like fucking a we've like put in the time. Like there's a hundred hours of me and you talking. Oh, there's well over a hundred hours. <laughs> you know, you know, I, that we're not brief. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I just think that that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, welcome to the 100th episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. So I'm so grateful to have you guys here. So I I guess, do we ever talk about, like, the run-up to the podcast on the podcast? I don't think we have. You know, we had sort of a soft launch, Like, if I remember correctly. We were like, all right, let's record. I think we had, like, a you know, a test episode or two, and then we uh, recorded a handful before we actually posted them. Um, so, like, once we... And then after that is when we really started to get, like, our social channels going. So, you know, the first, like, I don't know, five, six, seven episodes, I'd say, were, were kind of out there in the world without a lot of pomp and circumstance. Um that's a good way of putting it like you know (laughs) that's a good way of putting it but i also feel like um so there is there's like there's a lot of bonus material (laughs) um so here's what i'm thinking i want to kind of tell a little bit of the story of how the podcast kind of came together um just so that people know maybe they don't know maybe you've heard before maybe we've talked about it some other podcast but we're talking about it here right now um so we're gonna go back in time and uh we're gonna kind of tell a different story so it's um, the summer of 2015. I am living in my two-bedroom apartment in Long Island City, Queens, that I'm sharing with Shalom. Frank, where are you living in 2015? I'm in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. You're in um, Fairfax, Virginia. And what was your job when you were in Fairfax, Virginia? What did you, Can you tell the people what you were doing? Yeah, I was um, a marketing manager at the Kennedy Center. Um, so, And can you describe, I mean, people, I mean... Uh, Hopefully our audience knows what the Kennedy Center is, but like, can you describe for maybe the audience what the Kennedy Center is if they don't wouldn't know? Yeah, it's the nation's performing arts center. It's the living memorial to John F. Kennedy, um, and it you know it's not the Space Center. It's um, it's got like seven different performance spaces with opera and symphony and um, jazz and comedy and ballet and everything. Um, and so my focus it's a pretty was cool on, job. It's a really cool job. <laughs> you know, I, I got in an internship right out of college. And then I kind of moved through a different, a bunch of different departments before I got into marketing and I settled in in comedy and jazz there, which like 
tangentially gave me probably the coolest uh, story of my lifetime when and, I and left. Let's the talk Kennedy. about let's talk about that story now. It's it's related. So you were working at the Kennedy Center, and yeah. whose honors did you? Well, you appear in, but you also, I believe, helped out in a bit, a little bit, right? Yeah. So I, I always worked on the Mark Twain Prize, um, which there are two big awards at the Kennedy Center. There's the Kennedy Center Honors, which everyone knows about. Um, usually, the president attends, and there's like five. Uh, five honorees, and then there's the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, which has been going on for 20 plus years or so. Um, and so I worked on them a few years uh, as I was there, but the one, my last one was the one for David Letterman. So the prior year, we had given it to Bill Murray. And so as a part of the bit in the, the Twain Prize, it's a produced show, like Bill Murray comes out and is like, I'm the king, I'm giving this award and he's dressed like up a, like a king he's dressed up he's like dressed Louis up like the a king. 14 <laughs> yes and he's he's passing the honor honors down to david letterman and like oh my peons and everything and so since this is my last year or like my, one of the last project i worked on that one of the producers uh at the kennedy center um shout out to matt weiner awesome dude um he like surprised me and got this like special thing set up to get me as like a a guest bit part in the, the production. Like they needed some guys like as extras. And so me and one of my colleagues were dressed up in like Royal garb and had like these boots that went up to over my knee and had these fake trumpets. It's really, really crazy that this happened. We like, we come marching out and we, we do like this fanfare thing for Bur Bill Murray as he's walking on stage. I'm standing like in the, the aisle as Bill Murray walks through the aisle. He gives me a high five and there's a gif of it <laughs> out there in the internet. Um, and he goes on stage and then within like 30 seconds, I run from there all the way backstage. I get a burger, like it's oh a Shake God. Shack burger or whatever on a plate. I walk out, I, I kneel and hand him the burger on the plate and he starts eating it and just, you know, doing his Bill Murray thing. And there's a, you know, excellent photo of me kneeling, giving him the burger on, on stage. Like I, it's unbelievable that this happens. I could not, you know, predict that in a million years. It would have happened in my life. Dude, um, that it's the coolest story, but it not only is it like a great story, it, it lives on in perpetuity. Yeah. You can go watch this at any time you want. Yeah. And you have great kick ass pictures of it. Like it's a really it's a really great fucking thing that you got to do. So anyway, <laughs> this is what Frank was doing at the time. Yeah. Uh while so in twenty fifteen I uh as you guys may or may not know, I work for a company called Mavig. It is a uh radiation uh, safety and ceiling suspension uh, company based out of Munich, Germany. Um, I do a lot of travel, and I was start started this job in 2014, and kind of have been traveling and working for them since then. Um, at 2014, I started working from home. I had to move home to my parents' house on Long Island for a year, which was really rough. Uh, mm. But ultimately, um, you know, in my boredom, you know, kind of looking for things to do, you know, kind of really discovered podcasts, I would say, on at large. I think my first podcast I ever really listened to and subscribed to and loved was the Skeptoid podcast from Brian Dunning, which is like a 10-minute podcast that comes out each week, and it talks about, like, some urban myth and how to debunk it. But mm -hmm. I would say 2014, I'm listening to Doug Loves Movies. I'm listening to the Nerdist podcast. I'm really getting into that whole scene. Um, 2015, I had moved to Queens, New York, uh, where I was still working from home for my regular job, but, you know, not doing a 
ton. And then uh, I saw online my friend uh, Trevor Titley, who went to school with our friend Paul Weingart, uh, was launching a new website for his promotion company and was looking for writers, people who were interested, people looking to do something. And I quickly, you know, kind of presented the idea of doing a kind of a writer podcasty kind of stuff, like similarly to kind of like Vice, but for New York, the company was called Good Looks New York. Um, so that was kind of my plan. Uh, and I was doing it with a partner um, who I'm not going to mention his name and we're not going to talk badly about him, but let's say there's no podcast with me and this person at this time. So you can imagine how ultimately things shook out. Yeah. At the end of the day, we were able to get uh, this really nice H4N Zoom recorder that we've had and still use to this day. Um, from Trevor, thank you very much, uh, you know, for the investment. Um, and then, you know, really got the call recorder software sometime and then around there, started experimenting just using the, you know, microphone attached to my uh, headphones and really started doing interviews and podcasts and debates and different stuff. And my the first iteration of what will become the Long Lost Heroes podcast is done in 2015 while I am traveling in Miami over the summertime where Frank and I discuss Splatoon, of all things. <laughs> so can, can I give you a little yeah, bit more now you jump in. To, to that on my side? So yeah. um, similarly, I probably was starting – like. Once I was working and commuting on a day-to-day -day basis, I was listening to a lot of podcasts too. Um, Nerdist definitely for sure was one that made it seem like, oh, this is actually a feasible thing that like everyday people can do. Um, not that Chris Hardwick was an everyday person, but, uh, <laughs> right. but I was also listening to a lot of the podcasts on IGN. Um, they have, you know, ones for like Nintendo and just, uh, other video games in general. Um, but I, the ones I really latched onto were, um, what was formerly known as the keeping it real podcast, which was the IGN movies podcast and channel surfing the, the TV podcast. And so ultimately what happened was I was listening to those and those shows were ending. They, they, for whatever reason, couldn't produce them any, any longer. And I feel like my outlet for some of the stuff that they were talking about was like getting shut down. And so, you know, you and I would just shoot the shit on on like Facebook Messenger. We would like be talking. Yeah, about that's a big part news. of it. Like we would, I feel like it was in a day to day. Like uh, probably sometime in between when the first Avengers came out and you know, 2015 Age of Ultron. You know, like yeah. we're talking all the MCU theories, everything that's going on with the DCU. Like Star Wars was about to blow up again. Like they, you know, sold the the rights to Disney around that time. So like we're just talking and like, I feel like there, there was a clear channel. Like we have an outlet. We both are really interested in these things and like we need to, to get it out into the world. And so we, with whatever, at some point it clicked that you were working on this podcast and uh, start things started to not work out for that. And I was really getting the itch to try to maybe, make it happen so yeah and then i think i came down and i visited with you like while i was working it had to be sometime in 2016 because it was before you had moved back and like we were out to dinner at like a tapas place i think oh yeah and, uh, you were, and yeah and you were like i really want to do the podcast thing and it was yeah. really there that like Maybe, like, I hadn't heard you bef before, but, like, at that moment, I'm like, oh, Frank wants to do the podcast. And, like, really, it was a couple months after that time in uh, 
the you know the winter of 2017 where this really ultimately gets born so uh there's a few steps kind of in between there you're right there were a couple episodes we we did that were like experiments right that were i think before we had launched into the podcast like some like pre-podcasts um i don't think there's a ton of material in there that people are missing um no either we didn't record or, or or whatever it was but there, yeah, pretty much everything. And maybe what ended up happening was like some of the early episodes became full episodes. I was really hoping that we had done like something for Civil War. But then if you look at it, the timing wouldn't have worked out. Right. Yeah. So like even with Age of Ultron, I don't think me and you did our Splatoon podcast until like maybe August of that year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was for whatever reason it was like oh let's come up with a topic and know what else we also talked about we talked about fantastic four uh oh we the, talk about fan four stick in that podcast i think neither of us had seen it but we were like disappointed it had just come out that weekend and the reviews were so bad and shit the money i actually bad. i saw it I, I remember going and seeing that movie in theater so maybe okay. we did uh Maybe Ooh. you had seen it because I didn't at that point. Okay, I'll I... go back and listen to the full thing now because maybe <laughs> that would be a good one to like put out as a bonus. That's actually yeah. that's like totally a bonus track. If we do, if we did a movie discussion of Fan Four Stick, holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so yeah, so we you know we ended up going. The podcast is run on Squarespace. I highly recommend if you're gonna go with running a. Um, a podcast online that you actually go with Squarespace. I know it's a little bit more money than a lot of the other services you may see, but the reality of the situation is that it's just so easy to use and maintain that it's, it's very intuitive. Like I don't like, I highly recommend it. Uh, it took about maybe a week to fully like get going. Uh, I remember asking you to get a black and white headshot that the picture we use on the website is from Paul Weingart. Paul Weingart is a major great photography person, and he takes really kick-ass pictures. Uh, that's yeah, the picture and I, I have. And I got th- those photos taken at outside of the Kennedy Center. Um, one of my colleagues, Monica, had a really excellent camera, and she took a whole bunch of, sh- of shots of me. And you know, I, I picked a bunch, and it's like, wow. <laughs> it's like it was probably like January. It was like a nice day. It's like what? Um, They're great. Yeah, so, they're, and yeah, they're g- great shots. We'd like I like the look of the website. I think it's pretty simple. It's kind of cool. Uh, Frank, can you describe to the people kind of what your role is in editing the audio and kind of like what your steps are to do that? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like when we first started, I I didn't really know what I was doing. Like I, you know, I I was a music industry major in college, and so I I took multi-track recording and I took uh, Logic Pro and just a, a bunch of those kinds of classes and um, so I, I was well versed in in some of the the technology um, but like ultimately when we started this podcast I was like oh guess my Pro Tools expired I don't have that anymore and like at the time we were like well uh, it's maybe not worth investing in, in some new software that's cost hundreds of dollars if we don't know really how this is going to go. Right. Um, so you edit so ul- this on Pro Tools? No, no, no. I okay. edit this in GarageBand. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, my pro- my Pro Tools was expired, and I was like, I'm not going to get Logic or Pro Tools yet. Let's just see how it works with GarageBand. And I, I was consulting with one of my good buddies from from college who was – a part of the the game brew podcast because um, they were starting right around the same time we were 
And so we just kind of talked through things. And so they, they uh, recommended Audacity. So we record, record some of our audio through Audacity, some through GarageBand, some through Crawl Recorder, through Skype. Um, and so I just take the files and, you know, match up everything, make sure that our, our audio is in sync. Um, I put in the bumpers at the, at the front and the end for our, um, our intro that we created and wrote. Um, oh, and, um, and I just go through and, you know, I, I, I cut out some of the extraneous noises and, you know, any of the bits where we're like, oh, we fucked up or up oh, the dogs are barking like crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, and um, and, you know, do a little EQ work and some volume adjustments. You know, it it depends on the episode. Sometimes it's really it's hard and sometimes it's really easy. Um, obviously, we do most of our podcast uh, recording over the internet. So like there's another hurdle that sometimes like internet troubles could come into play. Um, but it's, you know, so there is from time of uh, record to time of drop, there's usually a few days cause it, it takes me some time. Yeah. And that's the thing that I, you know, I, I've really seen you kind of like take to and learn and, you know, kind of go from, you know, not knowing what we're doing for podcast editing to like kind of being a master at it and like, you know, really working very hard to, you know, take some, you know, long conversations and edit them into really comfortable, digestible edits. So that's awesome. Um, okay. So for this podcast, I don't know. Uh, we wanted to talk about our favorite stuff, um, that we've ever done. And oddly enough, we were like so close to kind of all of our favorite things that we had picked. Um, the only thing I would throw in here, other than the on Frank's list that will get an honorable mention, is uh, when I was listening today to um, the pre Lego Batman podcast, uh, <laughs> we were discussing at this time. Ben Affleck had just been announced that he's not going to direct the Batman movie, but he's still going to be starring in it. Mm. And at this point, we had already called that he's probably going to walk. Wow. We and also that, we also that's like twenty seventeen. Yeah, we had also referenced that uh, it was the post apocalypse, and how could you be listening to this on your podcast, which was super creepy to listen to. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's that's like. It that needed the the honorable mention. Oh my um, god, I have to go back and listen to that. That's you have to crazy. go back and listen to that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta say, if you want to go back and listen to the old episodes, um, you know the audio is is not as great as it is now, but it's not unlistenable. And I think that you know uh, what we were able to do with um, a couple of Mac computers, headphones, and then ultimately our, our set setups now, which are not incredible professional setups, uh, folks. These are amateur setups that you can get that are available that will help you get to a more professional sounding thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and like I I got, I have a, a M-Audio fast track uh, interface that I got probably while in, I was high, in school? high school yeah um and it it's serviceable it does the job um i would i might be in the market for a new one but ultimately my computer is also like 10 years old um so like the only the really the new things that i bought was a microphone 
um, and a couple of cables, and you know, then we're good to go. We we got the the microphone set that <laughs> we we both had issues with, but the microphones oh God, itself. It was, oh yeah, good. tell that story. That's a good one. Um, yeah, you found this this um, uh, Tonar, I think it, whatever. It was a pack of um, a microphone, a cable with like this little USB adapter, um, a arm that like attaches to a desk and I think a, a pop screen. Um, was that everything that they included? Uh, yes. I, I want to say, they, was it like 30 bucks or $35? <laughs> I feel like it was super cheap. It was ridiculous cheap. Um, and then, so what ended up happening was like, most of the stuff was fine, but that USB little shit, like crapped out on both of us. Yeah. And then, um, oh, that's right. Like I needed to get uh, a Phantom Power uh device because the, these are uh they're condenser the condenser condenser mics. mics and so condenser mics don't have power so i had to get a phantom power because my M- uh audio thing doesn't have power and so we were struggling for so long and so there were probably some episodes that were lost or parts of episodes that we had to cut out and um so there have been growing pains for sure <laughs> right like and now the setup like i had like so i had had that Tonar mic and the arm. The only thing I've kept from that set are the pop screen and the arm. Um, since then, I have upgraded to a MXL 990 condenser mic, which is something you can readily get on Musician's Friend. They go on sale all the time. I was, for a long time, using a Behringer 1202 USB mixer because I do perform sometimes, and I wanted to have a little bit of extra power or extra inputs if anybody else was coming over. Uh, but the USB interface of that crapped out. It still works as an amplifier and a, um, a mixer, but it no longer uh, plugs into the computer. So for the past mm. few episodes, I've been on the Focusrite uh, Solo version 3, which I highly recommend. It's $110. Uh, you get uh, XLR and a quarter inch um and it's been it's been great so yeah that's the that's our audio setups guys yeah and you know maybe if we start doing advertising we make some money we can upgrade some of these things (laughs) we will be working on monetizing the podcast in the coming months um okay guys so we have a list here of our 10 favorite favoritest things that we did on the podcast um, we'd love to hear from you if you have any recommendations to this. We were hoping somebody would send something in, but you didn't. But that's fine. That's okay. We're not. We're not <laughs> bitter about it. We're not upset. We're fine. Um, these are our favorite. These are our top tens. Um, so I think uh, I'm going to start with uh, number ten, right up at the top here, with Game of Thrones season eight, um, the last uh, season of Game of Thrones that we covered, which was oddly enough taking place about a year ago was just an absolute blast. Uh, we were able to bring on some really amazing friends and guests that we had never had on the podcast before. And it just, in the whole ride of that season was such a great thing to take part of. Yeah. And I mean, I think obviously we, w- without, uh, having season seven that we also covered, like that start started off like, Oh, we can cover an episode of television every week. Um, and have a good time and, and go through the theories and not go crazy. And so when we're building up to season eight, we're like, okay, well, this is the end. Like, this is a, a huge thing. And what we quickly found out was that 
as soon as we we did the first episode, everybody wanted to be a part of it. And with only what six episodes in the final season, <laughs> yep, um, it was it was challenging to to schedule and you know prioritize and and get the people in that that were really interested in joining. Um, so I'm trying to to remember. I, I know we had um, my friend Brian. Um, we had uh, we had the Game Brew guys back on this because um, I think there was an episode you couldn't join. Um, Shout out to had... the Game Brew dudes, real quick. The Game Brew guys. Oh, they're coming up. They're coming up. They... Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about yeah. them too. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, the season eight. So like, and what's crazy? I was thinking was like we covered season seven, which is in 2017, and then we don't do any TV for two whole years. <laughs> You know, yeah. we're like, all right, we'll just sit and wait until the show comes back that we like. And we did. And then we were able to kind of transition right back into it. Um, I think for me, the highlight of that is to have uh, Ray Ellen on the podcast with us. Um, Ray Ellen is a huge stand up comedian. Um, right now, definitely want to plug him because he is uh, running online Zoom comedy shows that are like absolutely out of control. Like, Richard Kine, Gilbert Gottfried, um, like really legit, amazing Chuck Nice, like amazing A-list comedians through his Facebook channel. Um, and it was so awesome to have him on the podcast with us. He was such a great get. Yep, he was great. And also shout out to my cousin Harold Dieterly. Uh, oh, Harold Dieterly, top chef. Yeah, <laughs> he was also on. And oh, my God. He was one of the guys that was like, I'm like, wait, you want to do this? Like, you're you're interested in talking about Game of Thrones? Like, it was a total shock and surprise. Oh, we had so. Breen. We had, we also had Jenna Fershine. That's oh, right. That's awesome. Yep. So yes, we had some great people. Lot lots of people because Game of Thrones was like the biggest show in the world. Like everyone loved it and wanted to talk about it. And whether it ended in a way that you were satisfied with or not, you know that that's up to you. But um, that was certainly a lot of fun for us to do. Um, so this next one uh, was kind of a cool like two cool projects that we did. And I think what this is highlighting is that like, we like to have projects. <laughs> yes, exactly. We will do the reading. Like that's yeah. something that we're into. And, um, we proved that for episode nine with actually two different episodes, one episode called building better worlds, which is about the alien franchise and the pre glass, uh, movie discussion, which discusses un uh, Un unstoppable unbreakable unbreakable and uh split uh, split yeah um we which is crazy uh yeah both of those podcasts get a lot of traction online still that's so crazy so and the funny thing about this is like you were a huge fan of alien and aliens of course yes and i had never seen them and uh like i, I don't know what it was i was like it's scary. I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah. And so we went and um, I think what was it? We watched Alien, Aliens, and Prometheus. Um, and then we went and saw Alien Covenant and, and talked about Alien Covenant. So that, that was a big like, okay, I've got homework to do. We're going to figure this out. Talk about what we like and what we don't like. And these are movies that are, you know, 30 plus years old. And I feel like the the cool thing that we did with those discussions was by not like really talking about a ton else. Like it allows people who also want to have this discussion to join in. Um, and I'm so glad that they have that kind of replay value. Um, yeah. because that like, that's what we're going for here, folks. Like, I, I think that's like what really great podcasts transcend. Like 
the sign like and i'm not saying we're a really great podcast but like the sign cast like those dudes like i listen to old episodes all the time i listen to ep- old episodes of mark Marin all the time yeah. um so yeah please tune into those um okay moving uh any other well, before we move on any other ideas you want to mention before the next number on the list uh yeah the other thing is um when we covered glass we you know i also hadn't seen unbreakable or or split and you know i think that was one where it's like oh this is superhero ish and uh kind of adjacent and you know that was obviously unbreakable was a really old movie not really old but old enough that if you missed it you missed it and then like 20 years later they decided to create the cinematic universe and you know no one knew it um again that was maybe something that at the end of it wasn't super great but it was fun to go back and do the homework and uh and and i've been doing that with some other things but um as we get into it we're clearly doing it with james bond um clearly this this is our next topic it's been so much fun i mean we're, we're only like a third of the way through, but um, it's been a blast so far to to go through all the James Bond films. I I feel like we did all these other podcasts to get to these James Bond podcasts mm. uh, in a lot of ways. I know that they're not like here's what's kind of crazy. Like there's a lot of other podcasts about James Bond movies. Like you could yep. literally listen to anybody, but the reason I think you could listen to like the, the way that we're doing this version. First of all, we're going in a unique order that is going to be really interesting to experience as we move on through the other actors. But I also think that when you uh, kind of grow up in our generation, there is no reason why you would have started with Sean Connery. There's no reason why, you know, someone who's 30 years old would have started really with Roger Moore. They probably would have started with Pierce Brosnan. So I'm really glad that we kind of came to it from where we came to it so that as the podcast is going on, not only are we seeing a couple Bond films for the first time in certain cases, but like our knowledge and breadth of Bond comes by what everybody would have taken from in our generation. And that kind of shows the unique appeal of how Bond can live forever and that it's not, you know, you know, it's one, it's not like a couple of like, uh, it's not the James Bonding podcast, but it's also not a couple of baby boomers talking about how Sean Connery was the best and that was it. Right. Yeah, we're we're coming at it from a different perspective and we can say like, oh, if we started with Sean Connery and then like built to Daniel Craig, it, it would yes, it would show the passage of time and what they did, but like I feel like we'll be able to appreciate the Conneries and the Roger Moores in a different light now that like we've really honed in and focused in on the ones that from our upbringing um like oh, we've, yeah. we've d- done that homework and now we're gonna go back and see like the origins and i think that's kind of a, a cool way to go about it and and like we've said before on some of the episodes like those the older movies like we've seen a lot of them um but there are a bunch that we haven't and so it's kind of really fun to 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 go back and 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 fill in the gaps because for me like i've had a list of of the james bond movies on my iphone uh, probably that was translated from a, a piece of paper or something on my computer. I've had it for like 20 years of my life. I'm like, okay, here are the James Bonds I've seen. Here are the ones I haven't. And it's always been something that I've wanted to to get through. I even bought the Blu-ray set and I never like made it through them all. <laughs> it's nice to like be like, it's also like in these crazy times, you know, I edited uh, 
I just want to bring you in on this inside joke Shana and I have. I edited for her boss like one of their early messages, a video message uh, about Corona that they like did on like a live stream. And during the live stream, the guy said the scourge of Corona. And now anytime like I think about like <laughs> like somebody who's trying to encapsulate like the era of coronavirus, I always think of the scourge of Corona. <laughs> so since the scourge of Corona, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to like watch something with somebody like even though like we're not there together like we still get the experience of like we're gonna watch this movie and we're gonna talk about this movie <laughs> and yeah. you know we come at it from two different places but it's been kind of interesting to see you know where we where what our dislikes and what our likes are you know it's also nice to watch it with our ladies and have yep. a kind of ongoing project and you know something that you know we're ultimately building towards with the release of no time to die in the fall shout out right. to the james bond podcasts yes uh okay uh you want to introduce the next topic frank sure um so another one that we we liked was uh our holiday favorites episode which i guess was it wasn't this past year it was maybe two years ago. Yeah. I 20... think it was 2018. Yeah. Cause I do remember being in this apartment. Um, and so it was like, it's one of those years where we're like trying to get into them spirit of Christmas and the holidays and everything. And so we, we decided, and maybe there wasn't a whole lot else to talk about, but um, I, I know that every year I try to go back to some specific movies and um, it was really fun to, to, you know, hear both sides. Cause like, you know, we both had different upbringings and some movies we uh, really only got into recently and it wasn't from our childhoods, but like, it, it was just like a fun nostalgia trip to me. Um, it was, you know, I, I liked that we didn't start out doing a holiday podcast and I like that we like haven't done one every year because it feels a little bit like how Seinfeld kind of approached it. And that like, sure, there are holiday Seinfeld episodes, but then there's also like holiday adjacent Seinfeld episodes where like maybe it's during the time of the holidays, but it's not really like mentioned or discussed. And I yeah. just like I like that because like that's kind of what the Star Wars podcasts are meant to feel like. Uh, You're not wrong. You it's, know, it's kind of become that for us. Right. You know, so like you get a new Star Wars in December. It's me, you and you, Clivus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're, you know, kind of getting into, you know, being home and hanging out like those are that those are great member berries so where i like the uh the holiday favorite episode is like talking about all the weird holiday movies that i like that you know there's there's a whole channel you can watch that are all these like you know run-of-the-mill holiday movies i'm liking the weird ones uh and it was nice to share those with uh our friends and family yeah i'm trying to remember i know we talked about um home alone and elf and batman begins and gremlins or batman returns you mean batman returns yes gremlins uh i think you also talked about did you talk about rugrats oh hell yeah the rugrats hanukkah yes yeah um uh, it, it's it's hard to remember what we we had but um, oh it's it, incredibly hard yeah it, it, it was a lot of fun and maybe we'll do another one one day but yeah don't count on it <laughs> yeah exactly will we do it maybe who knows don't count on it um yeah okay so then we really got to talk up this is a three-parter right here so six Part A and B is uh, the um, the New York City Comic Con uh, premiere of Watchmen, and our whole day at New York City Comic Con that we got to do, uh, it was pretty fucking great. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I it was like like reflecting on it now, like obviously in in light of coronavirus, it's like, oh my god, there were so many people. <laughs> yes. But like um, this, you know, every every everything was still operating normally then, and uh, oh, I yeah. had been wanting to go to a, a comic con for years, and you know, it just happened that this was the right time and and we got there and we were able to do the lottery and we got into the fucking premiere of Watchmen which like felt super duper exclusive and it was such a blast um, I feel like if the people who were like at Comic Con who were like because I remember some like scuttle about it being like oh, okay I'm gonna skip that this movie didn't movie this series just got nominated for a fucking Peabody <laughs> like yeah. it was a huge cultural phenomenon Right, and it was one of those things that, like, leading up into to Comic-Con, we're like, well, I guess that would be something that would be cool to see. But I don't think we realized until we we saw the episode and then, you know, continued to watch the series that we realized how big of a deal it was and how excellent it was going to be. Well, there was no way to know, like, right? Like, because we're, you were coming into it from such secrecy, and I definitely think that, like, the panel hyped me up beyond anything I could have been beforehand. Yeah. You know, like seeing Lindelof and seeing uh, Regina King, like that was a great, it was so awesome uh, to see her and the rest of the cast, like being so excited, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. And you could see like thinking back on it, like how like they were like kind of like holding back and like nervous too, but they were like, if these guys get it, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. And we so were in it and like got to experience that whole that whole cultural wave uh that was you know really really fun so but while that's also going on <laughs> uh the first ever star wars tv show comes out and you know i mean there's no way we're not going to talk about that like there's, that's right that's our bread and butter and we'll think so I was, i've been watching both frank and i have been watching the um, Star Wars galleries or Disney galleries, Disney gallery, ab yeah. about uh, Mandalorian, which I have to say, this is why Disney is going to get my money going forward. Yeah. This kind of bonus content is exactly what you don't get on Netflix. It's, I think, for me, like, I'm a little bummed that it wasn't uh, happening while the episodes were airing, but it's like, this is like, like how HBO does the inside the episodes for game of Thrones. Yeah. And maybe they will do it moving forward, but they probably held it back because they're like, we, we need content. Right. Um, and also like it's, it probably takes some time to produce, I guess, but um, it's, it's definitely nice to have something holding us over right now. I haven't watched the third one yet, but everything I've seen so far has been excellent. The third one's a little weird because it's about cast, but they don't talk about Werner Herzog, which is a little bit odd. Um, Interesting. Uh, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, what I do like about covering Mando and like kind of going through the experience with you was you are, you were more experienced in star Wars TV mm. than I was at that point. Right. You had been watching clone wars. You knew about, you know, these other characters and other things that I didn't know. So it was really great to kind of come at it from, yes, like our love of star Wars, you know, at the beginning of the podcast forever, whatever, but also being like, Oh, Frank knows what the dark saber is. <laughs> like, you know, like that was fucking clutch as hell. Like I didn't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. Um, and but it's just going to get crazier. I mean, everything that all the news that they've been saying lately of casting for season two, 
is pointing to signs of more connectivity in the Star Wars universe with the, the animated shows. And, um, you know, they've just finished up the Clone Wars. So I think they, the reins are kind of freeing and Filoni just, he gets it, man. Like he, it, it's so crucial for him to be involved in that show. I agree. And, and like, really, I have a new appreciation for him after watching these gallery episodes because his level of knowledge and respect and true love for it is something that, you know, I think we also feel, but we don't experience to the same extent. Right. You know, like, I, I, that's what also I love about the podcast, the breadth of different stuff that we get to do. I don't know if I lived and breathed Star Wars every day and every minute of my life that I would be able to carry on the level of enthusiasm that he does. Right. But, you know, I, I feel like he it's like he's been given this torch and he, he feels the the power and responsibility <laughs> to do the best he can. Right. Like he he met with George and like had a brain dump. And, and you know, once you're once you're doing it every single day, it, it must just feel so exciting but you know you've got to have those but it's not just him there's a creative team there and they have these um you know this big story group and like i mean the whole thing about the high republic that they announced a few months ago like they're expanding um so right it's an interesting time i think it's uh you know in the absence of the movies it's going to be more stuff with tv and and um other media but yeah, I mean, we, we were we were chugging along for a while there with uh, multiple episodes in a week um, for the hardest the hardest undertaking we had ever done. Yeah, at, at the time when uh, you know it was the holidays and and we, we had other movies to cover too, it was a lot. <laughs> but it was it was a blast. <laughs> um, so the next thing is a little bit of a vague topic. No, but um, it's so good. <laughs> so. Um, what we're talking about is the buildup and the hype that led into Infinity War and Endgame and just the MCU in general. I think, like, right now we're definitely in a bit of a lull. Like, as soon as Endgame came out and, every like, the dust settled from that, like, everything was going to come back down. You know, Phase 4 hasn't even started really yet. I guess, I don't know, Spider-Man, I don't know if that counts or not. But Well, no, this is, this is great, great, Frank. Like, I don't know if you listened to the Endgame podcast we had done. But I remember going back and listening to it a couple times, and something that I say earlier on in that episode is how I really wish we had a break from Marvel. And while I don't agree in the circumstances or in the way that it was done or what's going on now or anything going forward, we kind of got that a little bit, and I think it really is helping a little bit. The dust is really settled on Endgame in more ways than one. Spider-Man came out and went away and came back. (laughs) (laughs) he did you know uh and now we're all kind of just like sitting tight for the next part when the first part of our podcast you know is really about really the lead up to infinity war in a way that i think like all honesty i wish i had been tracking it from civil war on like i was really bummed that we didn't have like a civil war cast i was hoping that there was one about that because I, I look back, so we had Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians 2, Thor Ragnarok, um, and then Black Panther and Infinity War and everything since then. So, um, yeah, we're, we're in the middle of Phase 3 of the MCU, but we didn't kick it off, which I agree was kind of a bummer. And I, I actually I, 
somewhere had a blog I wrote. So I was clearly thinking about like, oh, if we're going to do a, a podcast or if we're going to do some sort of website thing, like I had some content that I was like trying to get off my chest. Um, so it, yeah, I, I think if we ever finish our James Bond, like it, it could be really fun to at least go back and finish some of the MCU movies. Um, the, the finishing of the series uh, project could be a lot of fun. Um, uh, I'm in. That's going to happen. Don't worry. Um, but the again, like we got to like kind of ride the MCU wave in a way, you know, and, and like we got to ride it in a cool way that in like I remember going to see Avengers with you. So like we've been on this. We've been in this shit together. Like, you know, yeah. so to be able to um, kind of cover the breadth of these movies and enjoy the fandom of it is great. I'm so glad that like we've have the episodes, you know, before infinity war, like that's, I'm glad that there was stuff that we had covered before we got there. Yeah. The, you know, I think the guardians episode is good. The Spider-Man homecoming episode is good. The Thor Ragnarok episode is great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a great movie. So, yeah. Um, I remember I was recording that one in, in my dad's office. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, like I, I think the cool thing about the way that we were able to cover, cover the MCU was it wasn't just like, oh, this movie came out. Let's go talk about it. Like we were along for the ride. Every time a trailer would, would drop um, about a movie, we would probably hop on a podcast. I mean, especially when we got to Infinity War and Endgame, like because we didn't know and we had all these ideas of what it was going to mean and at the same time all this stuff with fox was happening so we're like what's what's going to happen like are they going to integrate the characters and you know i think the beauty is like they were able to finish this thing and really stick the landing like you talk about like we you know we're talking about star wars we're talking about um game of thrones like the mcu really nailed it last year like it's it's awesome. No, you're right. No, you're right. Uh, but the the difference of the way that the MCU ended and the way that like Star Wars ended are two like very different things, right? Like the way that the MCU ended is like here's all the new stuff you're about to see that'll take the place of this thing that you loved. <laughs> right. Whereas like in Star Wars, it's like this is the end of the whole thing that we think is the whole thing mostly, <laughs> but we didn't know because we didn't plan it out right. And we're trying to course correct now with this awesome, great TV thing. And even even more so with Game of Thrones, because those poor guys, like, they're going to be haunted to the death of them. Like, when yeah. you, I think you said it on a podcast maybe where you were like, we lost DB and we lost Benioff and Weiss to go do Star Wars to make season eight great. But then their movies also got canceled. So then, like, who benefits now? Like, Yeah, we lost both ways. So, yeah, yeah, the MCU stuff has been great. I'm excited to continue the MCU stuff once we get there. I'm excited to be a much more cynical MCU reviewer and to kind of, <laughs> you know, be – or also to come at it refreshed and excited to look into Black Widow. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so let's uh, – what's at the next discussion point over here? Sure. Um, so – uh, we wouldn't be able to talk about this podcast without talking about the Game Crew crossover. Uh, those guys, um, my my buddies from JMU, Chris and Dan and Ian and Will and Alex, um, and I, I think their lineup has changed a bit since uh, the the beginning. Um, 
but you know they, they were all my my friends from um from the band and some of them from my fraternity and you know we were launching our podcast and they were launching theirs and so it was like let's do a crossover and they you know they predominantly talk about video games um and they also talk about beer i guess it's kind of their their twofold uh, <laughs> bit, and that's why their name is game brew of course um and so what we decided to do was to trade um topics and we, we talked about um movies that uh, movies and TV show properties that became video games and then the, the opposite of uh, video game franchises that became movies. Some really great discussions happened. Um, and, you know, we also had some of those guys on for, for the Game of Thrones episodes, um, I think both in season seven and season eight. Um, so, yeah, shout out to those guys. It was a lot of fun. I think it, it could be something that we should return to because they're still chugging along. Um we can come up with something new to talk about, um, but you know, or or just have cameos on each other's podcasts again. <laughs> no, I I like either one. I I miss those dudes. I respect like the drinking part of their podcast, <laughs> like yeah. uh, that they really try hard to bring out different beers and highlight different breweries and uh, discuss the subtleties, all while also going over great gaming tips, which is something that you know um, they definitely pitched right out from the the get-go in their name also it was super fun to do the episodes with them and i'm so glad that they're our buddies and i hope that they're doing well we should definitely cross over again um but the first time we ever got to do something like really cool i think was the the next discussion point which is number three on our list which is logan the first podcast frank and i ever did in person yeah, so you know, we launched the, the series. We're both living in separate states. We're, we're doing you know the podcast, um, and you came down, I think, for a conference, right? Yeah, I was in town for a uh, work uh, radi- radiation safety thing. But we didn't see the movie together, if I remember correctly. No, we did not. Uh, <laughs> I think I had to go late at night because I was working long days. And it was like the last day of my thing. And then you came over in the later part of the evening and we recorded in the hotel room. Yeah. And, you know, that was kind of when, to me, I was like, oh, my God, this is kind of real, right? Like, we had been doing it for a while. We, yeah, like, there were a couple episodes that had come out before then. Yeah, it's it's definitely, like, probably on, within the first ten, right? Um, and um, it was cool, I mean, because Logan is an excellent film. I actually don't think I've gone back and rewatched it, which is kind of a shame, because I own it. <laughs> um, it's just, it's heavy, you know? It is. I've, you know what? I've been waiting to watch it with Shayna because it's definitely something that I know she would really love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I've just kind of, I wonder if it's streaming on any of my stuff. I, I just gotta, gotta go check that out, I guess. Yeah. Um, I haven't rewatched it either, actually, probably because of the same thing. I had a very good experience seeing it the first time, but it was very heavy and. It was uh, enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the the, the opposite. Um, I know that Megan didn't want to go see it, and she doesn't want to see it. So I'm, I, you know, it's been those like, when can I watch this without like, you know, disrupting what's going on here, or like maybe a day if she's out or whatever, I might pop it in. But um, it's also like, yeah, I, I want to preserve that memory. And also like the cool thing, the Blu-ray disc I think I got comes with the noir version oh black and white I'm like ooh, that could be kind of fun to watch um but yeah i mean 
talking in person was was excellent and we've had several since then um which is always a blast and you know it varying degrees of success with the audio obviously because yeah, of... i think it's like yeah when you listen to the logan podcast back it's very very quiet yeah. um you know i think uh the cool thing about doing the podcast in person which brings me to the this number two actually is that like they're um it's fun to improv with each other, but it's also like the the chemistry and you know finding uh, you know we're like two. I, I heard Billy Crystal say this about Robin Williams one time. I'm not saying that we're like them, but it was like <laughs> two old jazz musicians who just got new horns, you know, yeah. and like yeah. just like blowing it out and going crazy. And I think the best live one we ever did was the Spac Driving Podcast. Uh, I wish yeah. we did more driving podcasts. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's so funny about this whole thing, right? Like the we most of the episodes of of the hundred we've done, the majority are you and me in separate rooms in separate cities. <laughs> yeah, you know? uh, and uh, so whenever we do get together, it, it's it's a lot of fun, um, and you know, like I think the Spac Driving Podcast, like you know what, like. Maybe our audience isn't necessarily Dave Matthews fans, but like you and I are best buds and we've been yeah. friends for a really long time. And that was one of the first things that we, we ever bonded over. And it, it was really cool to reminisce and go back. And it's like, well, if we're doing this together and we're hanging out, why not talk about it? Like, oh, we've for got sure. a rapport going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Spack Driving podcast was great. I just like, it was so nice to not drive uh, one year. <laughs> And it was like great to like be the co-pilot and to like do and have this great conversation with you and listen to the music and get super jazzed up. Um, and yeah, I, I loved it. And that was also like a great night. Cause I remember going to that Friday night show and it being like one of those b- most beautiful, absolutely gorgeous Saratoga shows where it's not too hot and the yeah. sun's shining and we got tons of beers and we're going absolutely crazy. That was like the first spec we had did the courtyard, the Marriott hotel. We had changed. That's right. And we stayed at that place well, um, the, with balls. The, the crazy thing was like, I was not planning to go. Yeah. I not decided at all. Last minute to go. And I went only one night because I had to, I was going to a conference like the next day or Sunday. I think I flew to Florida and so, like, it was just a whirlwind of a weekend, but we were able to, to squeeze in a show. Um, I don't think I went to Balls Fest, but, like, we were able to to have the podcast, and I think we, we recapped the episode maybe the, the morning after the, the show. And then I think we did another bit where uh, you talked about night two, and I was in Florida <laughs> when we talked about Oh, it. my so, God. Um, um yeah, the Spatcast is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite ones. It was so cool. We got to do it again the next time Spat comes around. Uh, we did a Spatcast last year, didn't we? We, we did. We yeah, did. so it's a tradition. It, gets, it goes on. Unfortunately, there's no Spac this year. Right. Um, but it will happen again soon. And, you know, I've heard, pray tell, that there's discussion of going upstate, you know, to our fellow Mr. Birnbaum's house. Um, and I think you should definitely come (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we'll go and cause it's on the lake, it's beautiful. And like, you know, we can all get away. And like the, I think 
you know, I, we'll, we'll talk about more of the details later, but I, I think it would be very fun to maybe do a podcast just driving around again and see how that comes out. Yeah, that that could be fun. Yeah, because how often are we in a car together these days, right? I completely agree. So do you want to introduce the last one? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the last one um, is our discussion on The Last Jedi. Um, if I remember correctly... This was on my birthday or uh, I think so either on my birthday or Christmas Eve. Um, we, we had already seen it, but we saw it again. Right. Yeah. I think we went, this is after our second viewing. And so um, we were, this was another episode. We were in, in the same room together. We were in my basement in Comac. Um, and like, I got this episode was probably like two hours long. Right. Yeah. This is like, well, I think it's interesting, like, you think about the movies that, like, we've covered, uh, the breadth of them. Some of the episodes are very rare to go over two hours. This one, I think, did. And this is us kind of experiencing the culture and, I think, being on the right side of history. And I think going back and listening to part of it again today and then watching and still liking that movie a lot more than Rise of Skywalker... uh, I think it holds up and I'm really glad with our stance and takes on it at that time. Right. Cause we had already started to hear some of the, um, the, I guess not necessarily just the negative, but the divisiveness, um, you know, since it was our second viewing, like we, we saw it the first time we liked it. And then everyone was like, I can't believe, you know, like, Oh, well, I think the, the first time we saw it, we both liked it. And then we started to hear people not liking it. And then we were both like, what? <laughs> and, like, right. You know, uh, and then seeing it again, just like I feel like we just like kind of dug in further and we're like, no, like they're they're wrong, actually. And like we're trying to be objective about it and be smart. And and I'm I don't know. I'm pleased by that because I think it was first of all, it was so fun to be back in the basement where everything fucking started. Right. You know, like (laughs) like it had to go. It had to go back to the basement. But also that. uh it was it felt like nothing like it felt like 10 minutes it was right. it just flew by exactly and it felt like like our our the old days of just hanging out in my basement um and talking about star wars like or or, or whatever it was um you know we probably did that after seeing revenge of the sith you know like, sure <laughs> sure um and just hanging out and uh like you said, it just flew by. We, we were able to cover so many topics, and like before we knew it, it's like, oh, my God, this is over. Like, hold my beer. I got to pee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, but that we're so lucky. Like, I'm so glad that we were able to do that one. Like, of course, it would have been cool to do, I guess, a Force Awakens one, but at the same time, that hadn't even come out yet. You know what I mean? Like, we were so – think about where we were five years ago and where we are today – Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad of having the podcast being a big part of that. Yep. I agree. It would be kind of cool to, you know, finish and, and talk about Force Awakens. I think Rogue One we didn't talk about either. Nope. Um, Rogue so, One, I think, had – Rogue One, I think, may be – actually, Rogue One may be a trial episode. Oh. Ah, I'll go back and check. Let's go find that out. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, the other thing is, like, with the last Jedi episode, I think um, in hindsight, the one bummer to me is that ZB's not there. 
Yeah. Um, because he's been a part of so many of our other Star Wars discussions. Like looking back um, in that first year when we got the Last Jedi trailer, that was like his first episode. Um, and we talked about the trailer and broke it down and we got to talk with him um, on another episode about his trip to Vietnam. And he's been on, you know, as recently as the Skyfall episode, he's, you know, uh, one of the former long lost heroes. Um, one of these days we're going to have to get Birnbaum on here. Like that's just, yes, we're going to have to get time down get the Seinfeld for on, <laughs> on the podcast. We'll make yeah. that happen. Yeah, it, um, it may be the most meandering of the episodes, but uh, that's why we love him. <laughs> we should do it on his boat. So it'll be me, you, Zabi, Barbab on the boat in the water. And then all we got to do is make sure that he doesn't throw us off or sink the boat, which <laughs> may or may not happen. We, that may or may not happen. No way to know. And we can't have a, a topic of discussion because we'll just never finish it. <laughs> yeah. I, I Yeah, I think we'll, you know, at that point, we'll be so many beers deep and the fucking lake is so great all right uh so we've come to the end of our list the top 10 moments we hope you enjoyed those moments frank do you have any hopes for the future of the podcast do you have any dreams or anything that you think about you'd be excited to talk about into the future um yeah like obviously right now it's interesting to be reflecting on on our 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 podcast so far 100 episodes in um while we're in the middle of a, a James Bond series. So like one of the first things is like, I want to make sure we finish that. And I, I feel yeah. pretty confident that we can, cause I've been enjoying it. And there's a lot of movies I really want to go see and um, be fun to talk about. Um, um, I'm, I am really excited about, uh, you know, the next stage with Mandalorian and what's going to happen with Disney plus with all the other MCU shows. Um, whether we end up covering all those week to week will <laughs> remains to be seen. And yeah, I'm excited for the MCU to come back. Um, and just like, you know, as the world gets back to normal, um, I want to be able to, to react to things and have episodes where we can, um, you know, just talk about what's going on. Cause like some of those are the most fun to me. Like, Oh, we're going to talk about the news, all the things that are happening and speculate like, going back and forth is, is what's really exciting to me. Um, that's kind of where this started in the first place, right? Sure. Sure. Um, what about you? Uh, I guess I'm excited to kind of grow. You know, I think that while I've been home, I've gotten to watch a lot of like indie movies and movies like I hadn't seen that had come out over the past couple of years. And it was like, wow, like I do like other kind of movies and, and like, I would love to talk about, some some of those that would fall into categories adjacent with what we're talking about. I'd love to, you know, continue on the journey of, you know, the new versions of, um, you know, video on demand and what that's going to mean for all the things that we love and how that's going to integrate into the future of what we see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also think that we should get back to talking about music and, you know, other music that we like, because we haven't really done that in a while. And that was something we were doing and, I think is also important for us to move on. I'd also like to do uh, more music style stuff. You know what I mean? Like, um, if, you know, having like different, you know, like doing different songs or playing different things. Uh, and then I think the dream for me ultimately, which I hope will someday happen is to do the podcast live and to have people come and hang out and watch us do the show. Yeah, that would be great. Um, you know, I think in, in 
alternate timeline if COVID didn't happen, episode 100 could have been that. I uh, agree with we, you. We probably wouldn't have gotten there as soon because we wouldn't have been covering James Bond. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I think that would, is a really good goal. Maybe maybe episode 150 or 200 or, or whenever it is. Or it whenever it a, is. A whenever it is. Um, I, I think music would be great. Um, obviously, this podcast is named after our our high school band, and uh, you know we we have the the honor of using that name because we had so much fun back then playing together, and we've got you and I playing music at the start of this episode and at the end. So um, maybe we'll we'll write a new bumper. Maybe we'll uh, integrate something else in. Um, I think that that would be a lot of fun. I don't think the bumper can be topped. I think the bumper is the best <laughs> musical achievement I've ever made. I'm very <laughs> proud of the bumper. Uh, I love it too. It's, it's pretty. Great. It's pretty great. We would. Ha- it would have to be very, very good. So stay tuned. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 100 of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Um, I'm Frank, joined as always with my co-host AJ. Hello. Um, hello. And uh, you know, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. You can. Go to our website, www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. Um, and, you know, thanks again for everyone who's been uh, writing reviews um, and giving us ratings in, in iTunes. We really appreciate that. Um, so you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, anything else, buddy? Uh, no, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.